Hello folks. I am back with another episode of my podcast and this time I like the last time when I narrated you my own Halloween story. I am bringing you the story of my friend who I met on Fuja. The platform that has connected us all and is empowering us. So Anita sent me a connection request sometime last year in October after listening to one of my podcasts and we hit it off directly. Over time we have become close friends. Anita lives in Maine, US and she has raised her daughter alone. Her story of success has inspired me and filled me up with a confidence I never had. She is the living example of how a woman can be anything she wants to. I asked her if I could share her story with you people and she gladly agreed. Here is her story in her own words. Raising Myra was never easy, but it was fun. And then there were days when we had to dip our bread in water because that was all we could afford. But with Myra by my side, her little fingers fitting perfectly in mine like misfitting pieces of jigsaw puzzle, that moist bread became a delicacy too. I had migrated from India a few years after I married Jay. Life was beautiful. The snow, the fall, the spring, everything in America felt so otherworldly, like it was straight out of a fairy tale. Jay and I had met at a workshop organized by my orphanage. We were both orphans and were raised in orphanages. And while Jay was an engineer based in Bangalore, India, I had decided to work for the benefit of the orphanage I was raised in after completing my bachelor's in arts. We met and it was the love at first sight. And within two years, we got married. So Jay had always wanted to work abroad and when the opportunity came, we decided to give it a try. Myra was born in our first year in Maine and to celebrate the occasion, we bought a small house with a courtyard. I wasn't working then because we didn't need the money. Jay was earning enough to pay off our loan on the house but when he passed away in an accident, it felt like our lives were struck by an earthquake. Everything we had was suddenly under rubble and Myra and I were left with nothing but a few belongings to sustain us for a few months. The house was taken away because I had no job and the loan wasn't paid for and neither of us had any paternal property to fall back upon. And with the little savings we had and the support of the US government, Myra and I shifted to a small one-room apartment. I took up a job as a waitress at McDonald's, but every second spent without my baby felt like a light year. How would my three-year-old survive without her mother? It just killed me to think of that. I had never really known any luxury before Jay, and we were taught to share in our orphanage. So things were not that difficult for me. I had what I needed. Food to eat, clothes to wear, and a roof to protect me from the sun and the cold. But was that enough for my daughter? 
Growing up, I didn't have much and I never complained because who would I complain to? My situation was far better than the thousand others who were left by their parents to fend for themselves. At least our ward loved us. We got daily hugs and smiles, but was it enough for my daughter? My daughter had me and I would give her everything she needed for a great life, good education, nutrition, lots of memories and a heart full of love. I didn't know what I would do to give her that, but I was educated. Our teacher had told us that education gives us the power to do anything we want to, so I wielded this weapon and decided to sharpen it. I changed jobs. I had some experience now. I took up a job at a Walmart and enrolled myself in a night school to study business. I made up an account on Fiverr as well and decided to give writing a try. After all, I was a gold medalist in college. It felt like I was working 30 hours a day. Days were overlapping, sunrises and sunsets made no sense to me anymore. And all of this was very difficult. But the greatest challenge was to make Myra feel loved and to provide for her. I had to acquaint her with her Indian heritage while making sure that she was never treated like a stranger in a country where she had been born. And her nutrition, bedtime storytelling sessions, parent-teacher meets, maths homework, arts projects, drama dresses, playdates and a million other things were to be taken care of. It was the work of two parents and my partner was missing. Not that I didn't want a partner, I loved Jay but doing it all alone made me crave for someone but with Myra's young inquisitive mind I couldn't take the risk. Anyway, I didn't have time for dating back then. After graduating from business school, I had a good job but there was an education loan to pay off. So I had to keep freelancing to save up. For Myra's future, she would go into the college she would want to. Things were good after I got that job, I guess. We could afford takeouts and pizzas again for dinners and breakfasts. I remember the look when I offered Myra a pizza night without a celebratory reason. Oh, those innocent eyes with the can we afford it question? Myra was a wonderful girl. She had limited toys, a stuffed rabbit, two dolls, a monopoly set, a hungry hippos and a scrabble and she never asked for more. She would play chess or basketball in her school and would be content with it. I had gotten her the membership to a public library and that little angel was happy to spend a weekend petting Clifford the dog and going on a ride with Noddy in the toyland. She didn't even need a sitter after I got her the membership. It was in the library that she found an animal encyclopedia and her world changed forever. But before I go on to that, let me tell you of an accident from her teenage years. So unlike other teenagers, Myra never rebelled. She had seen me struggling and she knew that my life revolved around her and you won't believe it, but we never had a fight. Our house was democratic and we talked. Our conversations which had started from bedtime stories and had eventually evolved into a time to talk about our boy problems were what held us together over the years. 
But when Myra turned 15, she suddenly realized that she had done nothing cool in her life. So, she decided to color her hair pink. She took her birthday money and dyed them pink. When I came back home from the office, she would not come out of her room. No, she would not. She wasn't scared of my reaction, but she thought she looked like an alien. I rushed out, dyed my hair green, bought a brown wig to conceal my hair adventure from my office people, and then told Myra that I would be an alien with her, too. We went out looking like monochrome rainbows that day and celebrated our coolness with tacos and fro-yo. Coming back to the incident of her finding an animal encyclopedia, she reissued that book four times. Yep. I will say it again four times. The girl had fallen in love with animals. With time, even the fiction that she had read had animal characters and becoming a wet became her dream. Today, she is a doctor and has a degree from Howard. Yes. No, she's not a wet. Her interest shifted from animals to humans, but nevertheless, she gets to roam around with a lab coat and a stethoscope. This is the best thing I could get from life. About my personal life? Hmm, I started dating a few years back when Myra went off to college. Joseph and I, yes, his name is Joseph, are getting married this May and everything is still beautiful. The snow, the fall, the spring, everything is still great out of a fairy tale. After reading... My friend's story, I had a big smile on my face. So I decided to read it out for you folks. I was talking to Anita from Fuja the other day and when I asked her about her initial troubles, she told me that there was no trouble at all. They just had fewer resources and had to put in extra effort to get what they wanted. And I bowed down to this wonder woman and her daughter, who by the way is a friend to me now. Anita did indeed teach me that if one works hard, they can make it all happen. And on this motivating note, I will take your leave today. Stay tuned to listen to the next episode where I'll take you on a journey through Myra's life. Till then, let us all work for our dreams and get all that we deserve. See you soon, folks. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye.